irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to It's Complicated with Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli, only on LA Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. Welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. The struggle is real when you're dating in the city. Mm-hmm. I'm Lauren. And I'm Jen. Hello, you guys. Today, we are super pumped. We have Ariana Margulies and Drew Radovich, the girls of the comic book series that you can see on Instagram. It's called But Like Maybe. It's so funny, you guys. It's it's like a little comic book memes about life and stuff. Um, and, you know, it's a Bible for millennials and people trying to understand the millennials. Um, but Like Maybe helps navigate this impossible world of love, rejection, selfies, breakups, pumpkin spice, hangovers, green juices, and overanalyzing everything. Cheers to the guys we pretend not to stalk and to the carbs we pretend not to eat. But like maybe is vulnerable so we don't have to be. Um, And we think funny posts are obviously smart and hilarious because we repost them all the freaking time, which is why we're so excited to talk to these girls about their upcoming comic book. Um, We wonder about, you know, social commentaries on why people in the dating sphere, men and women, are always living in the land of maybe. Clearly, but like maybe is on to something because that big maybe is what everyone feels and apparently doesn't act upon. Um, So we want to talk to these girls about where their inspiration came from for this new comic book that's coming out for Ariana's original inspiration for these posts that she's been posting. And now she's got like 62,000 followers. So it like sprung into success like really quickly. Um, But we want to know like, why people default to maybe like, when is it okay to not be a maybe when, and when can you say you like somebody and act vulnerable? I don't know. I don't know when I'd like somebody to tell us though. Yeah, me too. It's annoying. Annoying AF is what it is. Um, so annoying that I recently downloaded OkCupid and now we talk about dating apps all the time and we're like, on all the dating apps from time to time. And this time I was like, you know what? Something's not working. Whether it's the fact that I'm not committing to it or the people I'm talking to aren't committed to it. Something is not lining up. So maybe I need to take it one step further and go on to something serious. So OkCupid became the thing that I did on Saturday night. And I... I am still doing what I always do, which is collecting matches and not responding. I have 30 messages sitting there mm. and I don't even know what to do. But the thing about okay, uh, Cupid is that people can reach out to you even if you don't match with them. So you are welcoming like the population to talk to you and you can then respond if you want. But like, I'm like, now I have to sift through all these people, which is great. It's a great problem to have that there's so many people contacting me. But again, I don't know. I, maybe I just have to take it more seriously than I am and really put in the work. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's why I'm not so great on dating apps. It just kind of feels like they always, you know, you start talking with people and then it's like it doesn't happen fast enough for me. And it's not like I need to go on a date within five minutes of talking to somebody. But nobody feels like they're really ready to, like, bite the bullet and, you know, 
make anything happen and I just lose like interest. I'm like, I don't really want to be texting 800 people at one time. And I just sort of like give up. I don't know. I, I, I don't feel like I love them all that much, but I will give them a try every now and then I go in phases. Well, that's all we can do is give things a try, especially in this time of our lives where everything is so technological and there yeah. are solutions. I'm just waiting for the actual solution to happen from the solutions. Yeah. So solutions, stop being a maybe and actually work. Thank you. Exactly. Um, so also in my weekend of, you know, an adventure, I guess, I watched Lemonade finally. Oh, Yeah. Um, so that got me thinking, is it better to be single? Because if Beyonce is sitting there talking about song after song, how Jay-Z cheated on her and like, while she got all this great art out of it and like a really cool visual album, I'm like, uh, that heartbreak is something to talk about. You know, I did hear, um, I think it was an opinion and also then, so this person that gave me their opinion was also telling me something that they had read too, I'm assuming, but that, um, some people are commenting that this Lemonade album is about how her mother was cheated on by her father. There are so many allusions to that. So it could be that y'all y'all. And there's a lot of skeptics out there, not just you, Lauren. So there's a whole camp that actually agrees with you that, this is just one big publicity stunt because these two like mega moguls are, I mean, can you be a mega mogul? I think a mogul is a mega thing. All right. I but. think you can be. I just feel like really, are they really married and like in the, in love? I just don't even, I don't know. I mean, yes, it's obviously it's possible. I just don't, I would believe very easily that like this is set up and arranged and they're just like co-mingling their millions and like in this partnership and yeah I'm sure they have fun together and they have a kid and great but like I don't think that it's I would not be surprised if none of it was real oh which makes me so sad because I get really sad when celebrity couples aren't real or break up and I don't know why but I guess just because I'm watching their love unfold before me yeah um but you know that could totally be a thing Beyonce is an actress I don't know if you all saw dream girls but I did girl can act so when you watch Lemonade, she like cries, like you feel emotions. So whether it's real or not, you feel it. So good job. Good job. You got the part, Beyonce. Beyonce, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, this weekend I went out Saturday night and I actually, you know, usually like the weekend is a time for me to like cut loose and like have a couple drinks and like, you know, it's like my one BNO and I'm like, I gotta, I need to do adult things. I need to drink. I need to blah. And I went out and I did a bunch of things that you do like when you're 18 years old. So like I went go-kart racing and, um, I played like basketball games and air hockey and like, then I went to like a hookah lounge and smoked a hookah and drank tea and ate coffee ice cream. Okay, but were you home by curfew? I was home by curfew actually, which would have been before midnight and I was home before midnight. I think my curfew was like 11 o'clock or something when I was younger, but like I don't even know why I had a curfew because I didn't even do anything bad. I think my mom just was like, you can't be out all hours of the night. But like I so was not a bad girl in high school. I didn't have sex. I wasn't drinking. I wasn't doing drugs. I like didn't. Well, okay. I may smoke. I may have smoked like my fair share of pot here and there, but it was like totally innocent. And yes, there was like a couple times where I would drink, but I didn't really like ever do that. I never 
like got drunk and threw up on myself. I was never that girl, <laughs> never. And so the curfew was just like, oh, I'm sure she was probably just doing that to just do it. Did like, you have to have a curfew. But yes, I was home by curfew. Good. Um, and will you be inviting me to your high school graduation? I will be inviting you to my high school graduation. It's June 15th. Thanks. So save the date. Okay, great. I'll um, get you a really nice gift. Oh my God. Perfect. I want a new a sparkly phone case. Okay. You got it. Perfect. Um, <laughs> and my phone is not working as everyone's like mercury and retrograde affecting them right now because I cannot deal with the technology issues that I am having. My phone won't even let me on Instagram and it's killing my insides. Well, and I get so annoyed with people that don't believe in mercury and retrograde, but yet they have all these issues that circle around these three weeks that happen every quarter. It is real. It is real. Mercury and retrograde is probably like a natural, I think it's a natural disaster. It is like Armageddon basically. Um, but so anyway, my phone actually was kind of working over the weekend, but it's been getting worse and worse. But after the, after I was home by curfew, (laughs) I thought to myself, well, that was nice. Like that was nice to go out with someone and like not make it be about like, yeah, let's get smashed and try and like make sex. Like it, it wasn't about that. And so it makes you think it's like, takes you back to that episode of sex in the city, which could be like a, a lexicon for us single people. We refer back to it where, Oh my God, it totally is. Burger <laughs> told, um, Carrie and our friends like, yeah, that guy's not trying to go upstairs with you. And he's like, I got to go home. Cause I have a meeting. Like that means he just doesn't really like you. Like he's just not that into you before that movie came out. And so that's what I was thinking. I'm like, do you, you leave this situation and think like, okay, well, if he's not trying to have sex with me, then maybe he doesn't really like you. Or if all he's trying to do is have sex with you, then maybe he isn't really into you. So if he's not doing that, then maybe he really does care. Like it's not only just about sex. That's kind of cute, right? Totally cute. Well, so what do you feel about this guy? Well, I don't know. I mean, he texted me. (laughs) I want to snuggle after when, once I was home. And I thought that was really cute and sweet. It was like, oh, okay. Um, that I, is cute. I think that means yeah. he likes you because he obviously – was the curfew because of you or because of him? him or, because of him. Okay. So he's obviously responsible because he's stuck by whatever time he needed to leave. Yeah, he had like something important to do the next day. But he still made sure to tell you he left because he had to, but he was interested still in snuggling with you. Yeah, which was cute. So cute. I think, you know, sharing feelings and what you want and all that is, it's lovely and goes a long way because I agree. It's nice to know somebody else feels something. And again, that doesn't sound like a maybe. It sounds like he actually was like communicating. Yeah. I mean, I think I was confused at first, but yeah, it does sound like that. And speaking of maybes and like that BS, what about Nicole Arbor's video? Why dating is effed? Man, she really is our like digital spirit animal. Because yes, she sometimes, says sometimes yes, sometimes no. But this video yes. in particular, I mean, she's very polarizing. But I appreciate her honesty. But she goes into so many questions, basically that we ask all the time, every single week. If you listen to our show religiously, you know things like, "Aren't we supposed to like each other? Isn't that the point of dating and having sex? Why would we pretend not to like each other if the point is to like each other, end up together, and like live happily ever after? Yeah. What are we doing? Why are we causing our own mercury and retrograde? Yeah in our dating lives by like fighting what is natural. Why do we have to be maybes all the time? Like what is wrong? Like, isn't that weird? Like think about it logically. Isn't, doesn't it make you more crazy if you're like, I'm going to keep spending time and going out with you and giving you a lot of my free time, which I don't have and having sex with you, but I don't really like you. 
doesn't that make you a crazy person? Instead of like, I like you and I want to spend time with you, so I'm going to have sex with you and give you my time. That's not crazy. That sounds logical. So why is a girl, quote unquote, crazy when they tell a guy how they feel? And furthermore, can I back that up with, I am now on a new thing. I am not going to be responsible for telling somebody how I feel. And then if they back off, it is not my fault. Like I hate, I don't relate to women who make women feel guilty about telling guys how they feel. Like, well, you shouldn't have texted him back that boss because you scarred him. You shouldn't have told him that you liked him because now you scarred him. It's like, no, uh uh-uh. I am, it is not my fault he walked away. I'm allowed to have my feelings and own them. And if he walks away, it's because he doesn't like me. It's not because of the amount of time it took me to text him or because I'm honest. Like, I don't like that societal myth that women are made to feel guilty when they tell someone how they feel. Then it's your fault that it didn't work out. Mm -mm. Right. I mean, I also think that the women that probably gave us that bad rep are the ones that like are super needy stage five clingers and maybe emote a little too quickly. Like as far as like, time goes like when mm-hmm. if you go on one date and you're like are we getting married yeah that might be where the craziness comes from but we're probably like the normal ones that like say like okay we've been seeing each other like five or six times already like I'd like to know like you know how you feel like kind of like test the temperature and yeah. like like share how you're feeling because if you like somebody like you should be honest because they don't know you they have no idea unless you tell them they're probably wondering the same thing and Truthfully, guys are more sensitive than we give them credit for. So it helps to tell them things, just like they say to tell them stuff during sex. Like, say what you like. Hi, mom and dad. Sorry about that. That's scary for me. Totally scary because you're like, you don't want to hurt their feelings or you don't want to like, I don't know. It's the whole thing of us playing the like, well, I don't want to say too much because I don't want to make them insecure. I don't want to hurt their feelings or I don't want to like do all these things that, you know, might make somebody think something else or whatever. So I think that... We should all just be honest, which is part of the campaign I started, I think, two weeks ago, maybe. Yes. Let's keep that going. Yeah, I um, I had an honest talk with somebody about feelings, and I felt good about it. It was, I, it was scary. I think my knees were shaking the entire conversation, and I think I was squeezing his hand tighter like than I ever have before because I was really nervous. But um, I did it, and I'm not. I'm fine with it. Like telling people how I feel. It's just, it's fine. You, this is how I feel, and time will tell. I don't need a definitive answer. I need your actions to speak louder than words and patience is a virtue. Those are my mottos for uh, for this slutty semester that I'm finishing up right now. And you're, and you're invited to my graduation. Oh, thank you. I like that you're graduating so many different things. I, 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 I must be graduating too because we're in the same school year. So yeah. we're both in our slutty semester. Um, but back to Nicole Arbor's video really quickly. I have to point out the one line I remember because that's just an accomplishment in itself. Oh. Um, the fact that she says it's like an analogy like with fruit in a grocery store. Like if you're going to buy an apple, like you get that apple and you're like, oh, hey there, apple. I might be hungry, but I might not. I mean, I could eat you, but did you want to be eaten? I don't know. I don't, maybe I should eat you and we'll just see how it goes. But maybe yeah. I, maybe I'll eat half of you and then I'll just throw out the rest. It's like, that's like the jig is up. What we always say. It's like, I'm at the store and I'm here for a reason. I'm buying fruit. I've got you in my hand. I clearly want to put you in my cart and eat you and take you <laughs> home and eat you. But I'm going to act like I don't want to eat you, even though I'm holding you in my hand and salivating at the mouth. Like why do that? Just do, just be it. Just be it. Like you don't have to, you know, 
obviously you're not going to like Jen said, you're not going to like tell someone you want to marry them on the first date, but like at some point it's okay to talk about how you feel. And I think that's what Nicole Arbor says in this video. And Jen and I say that all the time. So we like the video, look it up, Nicole Arbor on YouTube, why dating is effed. She's got a whole bunch of other funny videos, but this one in particular really just speaks our language. <laughs> it sure does. Um, and in celebrity news, someone is speaking out about dating rumors. Dorothy Wang from yes. the rich kids of Beverly Hills is denying dating rumors that she is seeing French Montana, the guy that was seeing Khloe Kardashian and I guess has some songs out. I mean, I think he's got like one popular song. Yeah, he had the one with J-Lo and then like a couple of the other ones. He's like, you know, not the most, uh, nah, he's, I don't know. I feel like he's like a one hit wonder on his way out. And he looks like a potato. So... <laughs> A French potato, a French fried. He is a French fried potato. Um, but yeah, so if you guys saw the, like, the, what is it, the premiere episode of I Rich did. Kids of Beverly Hills. I don't even watch the show because it gives me, like, actual, like, the heebie-jeebies and, like, anxiety because these people are, what are you doing, people? Yeah. But anyway, why she would be seeing French Montana in the first place, I don't know, maybe because she just wants to see, date a famous guy because her last guy she dated was, like, not famous. Well, no, she actually was dating a basketball player too. Oh right? yeah, Quincy AC. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, of the Sacramento Kings. Mm-hmm. Um, but then apparently, someone came up saying that he's seeing someone else. So like, maybe she just doesn't have luck in love. Maybe yeah. she should call us and we can all go on OK Keep It together. Yeah, well, I think maybe we should give that a try. But yeah, she was like dropping his name in the episode. So it's like, I'm on tour with French Montana. It's like, OK, well, are you trying to be secretive about it or not? Because it doesn't seem like you are. And now, OK, whatever. Like, great. French Montana and Dorothy Wang, weird combo. But sure, we can get down with it, I guess. Super weird. Um, I wonder if like she's having issues, though, because her bestie Morgan is about to marry her her fiance, Brendan. Those yeah. like other two on the show. No, those ones. Those ones, the ones that like steal the show and like are fighting every other episode and planning their wedding. And she is a major bridezilla. I can't deal. I Chihuahua. I know. I mean, I feel like I would be apathetic and like lackadaisical about my wedding at this point, seeing weddings all over the place and how much stress goes into it. (laughs) Like I want to like take a nap on that wedding front. Welcome to the world of all your friends getting married. I warned you. Yeah, you did. I I mean, I I want no responsibility even for my own wedding. And like, I want to show up and it be done. Like maybe I'll just get like an all-inclusive package at like Vegas. Oh my God. Or like, do they mail, can you do like wedding in a box where they mail you a wedding? Like how they do like monthly subscription boxes? I don't know. That's a good idea. And in that box, you could have a friend be ordained or something like that paperwork. Yeah, just do it. You want to be ordained and you can marry me and my future OkCupid okay husband? Sure. Perfect. Cool. Um, speaking of weddings, Kelly Ripa and Mark Consuelos, I do believe that their their love is real. They've been married for 20 years and they're celebrating their 20th anniversary and um, they, they took to Instagram to uh, to post about it and they did like a Roaring Twenties theme for their, you know, their 20 year uh, um, an anniversary and I think it was a really cute idea. And um, super cute. Yeah. And they're they're a really cute couple. They're I like the them. tiniest couple ever, but they're both super hot and like super like partnery to each other. Yeah, they're like mini cute little humans that are have cute children. <laughs> they do. They really do. All the kids seem to look a lot like him. It's like kind of crazy. Yeah, really. I hope my kids look something like me when I have them. Yeah, I think that would be a little like 
strange to have a child that doesn't look at all like you. But I mean, I guess if you're like in love with your husband, they look like your husband. That's cute too. Oh, totally. I keep forgetting about that. What that love thing feels like. Cause yeah. it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Um, Demi Lovato is really in love with Wilmer Valderrama. Yeah, she is so all about him. It's she like a is. Lot. And they started as like just saying they were just friends. Remember all that? And like denying the rumors mm-hmm. they were just friends. Well, maybe that's how it started fine. And I think that's actually a great way to start a relationship. But yeah. she's saying that he is the most passionate boyfriend that she's ever had in comparison, especially to her white ex-boyfriends, which I think we can both relate to that being the case. He's Hispanic. Let's start there. I will. Okay. Yeah, he is. I, I mean, it could be a cultural racial thing. I've dated races all across the board. As we all know, I actually don't love, I like ethnic people. I prefer them, but I don't, the one, like the most passionate guy I was ever with was like, Canadian <laughs> slash Italian. Oh, well, slash Italian. There we go. Like born in Italy, but like raised in Canada, but spoke fluent Italian. But like, I mean, this guy, whoo. And I feel like even his hair was passionate. Oh my God. <laughs> it would like fall in his face and he would like brush it out of his face. It was like, he was like a, a caricature of a leading man plus Photoshopped sex in a box. Good thing he is a leading man. Well, I guess he's becoming that now. But um, I really relate to this whole Hispanic thing being more passionate because I am from South Florida. I'm from Miami. And something I've noticed while on my hunt for dating and love and all that jazz is that like, I am most attracted to people with like a little culture behind them. Like I like to dance. Like I like Hispanic music. It's just something I grew up with. So I'm more comfortable around it. And like, they are more passionate my most passionate guy ever, I think, was the Israeli that I dated. But also Israelis are pretty passionate too. So, mm. um, But I'm, I'm on the hunt, I think, right now for a Hispanic or an Italian or something of that variety. Okay. Well, keep your eyes peeled. I will for sure. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so Our guests are calling in. Yeah. So why don't we get to them? Yay. Hello. Hi, ladies. Hello. How are you guys? We are good. Oh, I hear Drew. And Ariana, are you there? I'm here. Hi, guys. So, Ariana, you're calling from where? New York City. Oh, I wish I was there. I miss New York. And, and Drew, you're calling from? L.A. in this little room with no windows. Oh, <laughs> sounds scary. <laughs> well, that's okay. We're, we're all in radio land now anyway, so. Yes. Exactly. I'm in PJs, just kidding, but no one would know that. No one would know. We're so happy that you guys called in, and we're so excited to talk about But Like Maybe. So someone, I mean, I guess, how did this come about? It's hilarious. It's like a Bible for single people. How did But Like Maybe, how was it born? Well, basically, I um, I have always drawn and kind of like done these weird little cartoons I found myself kind of like after work like winding down drawing things on my like on my floor just like sitting around and I started putting them on my personal Instagram like making fun of myself like I would do these little like things about dates I went on or whatever and then I decided to give them their own outlet so I created but like maybe on Instagram that way I would stop annoying all my personal friends so they didn't have to see the cartoons if they didn't want to. <laughs> Why would they not want to see them? They're so funny. so funny. We repost them all the time. Oh, well, thank you so much. 
And, um, yeah, so basically they're just one frame, simple, um, like kind of Kathy style cartoons. I don't know if anyone remembers like the old Kathy, but basically it's just, you know, dating, texting, you know, girl problems, like, you know, shopping, you know, eating, like all sorts of anything really that like pops into my brain. I, you know, some things are hits, some things I think are really funny. And I'm like, people text me and be like, I don't, what was that? I don't even get that. And, <laughs> you know, it's it's been a really fun social experiment. I think the more specific you are, you're going to get that reaction. Like, you know, some people aren't going to relate to your post, but when they do, they really relate to it because it hits them on like a deeper level. So I kind of like that you guys get really specific with who you're speaking to or what you're saying in the specific like drawing and post, because when it does, like, even if it doesn't relate to me, it makes me laugh. But when it really does like personally hit somewhere within me, it's like that much more funny. Like I'm like, I am that cartoon. I am just a drawing and I'm saying those things in real life. Yeah. Like how did they know? How did they know, you know, that's always a a good moment when you're like laughing, like, oh my God, someone else thinks that too. And I think you guys do that often with your posts. So we love them. How did the name come about? But like, maybe. Um, you know, I, it was actually, cause I was just telling Drew, um, I was trying to give her a name and, you know, we always talked about like how she's basic, you know, whatever, or she's everyone. And then I didn't want to, you know, pigeonhole her to a specific name. So I just thought of things that were like common phrases or annoying things I always said. And I came up with but like maybe because I always find myself saying but like, but like, but like. (laughs) And I remember actually a guy I was dating at the time told me that it was a stupid name. And that didn't make sense. (laughs) Well, he's a stupid guy. Exactly. Which is why I'm no longer dating him anyway. (laughs) Um, Well, a little birdie told us that you are dating somebody. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. The birdie was Drew. (laughs) Let's out. Um, So, okay. Well, some of the things you post are the relationship girl and what she has to say to the not relationship girl. So is that something that you actually like are represented by? Like, are you the girl at SoulCycle at 6am? Well, what's funny is I think I created in a relationship girl because it's kind of what I don't, an exaggeration of what I don't want to be. Um, You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with staying home and like cooking for your man, but I'm just saying like, I don't think once you're with someone, you have to be dormant, you know, like I love to go out and dance till two in the morning with, with my boyfriend, you know, and it's, I think it's more more fun that way sometimes. And I think you can stay home a fair share, but it's, it's not like you're dead once you meet someone. We always say that we totally, totally agree because we think like your boyfriend should be like your partner in crime. Like you should be able to, yeah, like go out, like dance till two in the morning and then be hung over the next day together, you know? Oh, exactly. And you should be like fun enough to go out with like a group and like not have to be at each other's side the whole night, but like kind of just like your team, but you go out and then people will be friends with you. And it's just like a great like friendship with everybody. Yeah, that's exactly. Um, And just a little background. So you guys met in L.A. through mutual friends at a hip hop class. Can you guys? uh... So random. Yeah. (laughs) Tell us about that. Yeah, we met. 
through a mutual friends at a hip hop class and we, I don't know, our, we met like maybe two times and then stayed in touch via social media. And I'm obsessed mm-hmm. with her humor and obsessed with her. I'm like, she's so pretty and funny. Let's fuck her. Aww, oh, and nice. I was obsessed with her as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's mutual, okay? Um, and then, yeah, I just was following her cartoon. I'm like, oh, dude, this is really, really good. Um, so Brian, our publisher, who I work with at the movie studio I'm at, um, I showed him the cartoon, and he was like, get this girl on the phone. We have to do a comic book. And it took, like, a day, right? We, we were all so into it, and now we're, like, a little family. Aww. Literally a day. It was funny because <laughs> I always thought Drew's sense of humor was hilarious. And I used to show, she does these amazing, like, Instagram videos of herself. And I used to show them to my <laughs> so friends. Weird. And they'd be like, you're so weird. You don't even know this girl. And I'm like, but I'm obsessed with her. Like, I think <laughs> in this day and age, you can totally have these weird social media friends that you don't even know. You know? Yeah. 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 Well, we, in our head, you're our social media friend that we don't know, but now we know you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But that's such a millennial relationship. It's crazy. <laughs> it is the definition of a. That's yeah. And then she called me up and she, she Facebook messaged me actually, which is how it started and said, listen, we're going to make a comic book out of book. Like maybe how do you feel? And I was like, I'm so down. And we've been together I call her my West Coast boyfriend because we literally text all day, G-chat Thank all day. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> she just made it like official. Back and forth. Knows. That's cute, you guys. <clears throat> it's been so, fun. So what can we expect in this comic book? And how many like pages is it? So it's going to end up being 28, I think, pages with the cover and stuff. Our first one is out, I think, the second to last week in May. Um, and so it will be a continuation. Like it's a series. So we kind of churn them out. We're very excited. We're very excited. Yeah. And when can we expect this? Um, so we can see it, put it on our coffee tables, you know. So that will That's be in so August. So it will be in print yeah. in August. So awesome. digitally end of May and then hold it in your hand come August. Oh my gosh. And we'll so sign it so- obviously for you. <gasps> <laughs> we'll handle it. <laughs> Yes. Um, is there going to be like a launch party? I mean, really just any excuse for a party. Yeah. So like we should probably have one. Do you want to host one? Because I'm that? into that. Yeah. Sure. Yes. Your launch party will be hosted by two drunk girls. That's us. And we and- want like a very funny DJ to help. Like Paris Hilton would be incredible. Yeah. We have someone in that vein. Well, I'll get my people to call her people, and we will work that out because I am sure she can emcee the shit out of a party. <laughs> I here's exactly. what I think. I think you should start doing posts promoting it, and then she has to like yeah. just draw yeah. her in, and then she'll just say that's hot all night long. <laughs> yeah, everything. I like where we're going with this. I really do. Um, <laughs> So you guys, like how, what is your roles in particular in like how you create these posts and like, how do you both come together creatively? Like who does what, where, where does the creativity like stem from? And like, is somebody more creative and someone more business or like, how does it work? I mean, I I think you, do you want to take this through? I mean, you, I'll, I'll start it up. Um, but Instagram is totally, <laughs> is totally Ariana. And so I 
I feel like I'm inspired by her post and her voice is so defined already. So it's super easy. I relate so much to that character that I'm like, oh yeah, this is easy to write for because I am her. So I think inspiration-wise, it stems from the Instagram. And then um, we got an outline together via Google Doc and we kind of just fleshed it out together, script-wise, and then she draws. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think Drew is now... You know, she's a really talented writer. So, you know, the one-frame posts that I do are funny, but I am kind of like a... My brain is like kind of like a bowl of spaghetti. And, like, Drew is really (laughs) organized. And she, you know, she can write a story. Like, so Drew really was the one that is making her, like, her, her world, her plot line, like, come to life. So... That's why the comic book is going to be so different, interesting, because it's not just these one frame things. It's like a whole, you know, it's this girl on her journey to find love, fashion, fame, all the things that, you know, we strive for. Okay, I love that. That's like totally giving me a good idea and like visual picture of what to expect, because like seeing this girl on Instagram, her little short stories are like so funny. But I'm like, how does this all like, what is it going to be? Because it's like exciting. And it's a nice like little tease, especially if you know what's to come. This comic book is next. It's like, ooh, what's that going to look like? And when you guys get to meet hot Brad, who is so hot. (gasps) Who is hot Brad? It's just like, Oh my god, he's so cute! Actually, oh, yeah, hot Brad. Brad. Of course, his name is Brad. And so, wait, what did you name the girl? Of, but like, maybe she doesn't have a name. Nameless. Still nameless. I love it. But hot so we Brad. We have her. Her confidant is Barry. He's a bear, and he's kind of our straight man who keeps everyone grounded. And then yeah. the mom is oh, the mom's my favorite. But like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if you've. I'm sure you've seen Mean Girls, but um, yes. my mom is kind of the incarnation of that character. <laughs> so it's coming from like a real place. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. Well, see, and that was our next question for you guys. Like, where do you draw like the inspiration from? Like, do you, you know, kind of like join forces with like your different backgrounds and your different experiences? And like- Yeah, because Drew, you're single, right? Yeah. Okay. And so our Ariana, I'm you're single. in a relationship. Yeah, so tell us about that. Yes, Drew, tell us about you being single. Okay, well, it's super fun. Thank you so much for asking. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm actually, I was telling Jen, I'm on a an app cleanse right now. I got a little out of control, and I ended up with like 100 pen pals. I'm like, I don't need more pen pals. Like, I need real life people, so I had to, I'm cleansing for the moment. Um, but like any awkward for me, any time I feel insecure or like rejected or anything, I'm like, oh, that's a good feeling to write about. Like that probably happens to other people, not just me. I hope so. For me, that's like awkward moments and deep moments of insecurity, and I want to kill myself. Those are good moments to get inspiration from. That's really that's like so sad. Right? Yeah, that's brave of you because most people try and like post all about like the good things. Like, look how great my life is. Like social media is famous for that. Like everyone just puts up the like cute picture of them and when they're happy and all those things. And then, you know, so, but like people really relate to those moments of insecurity or vulnerability. So that's awesome. When you guys date, like, you know, if you have, obviously Ariana, you have a boyfriend or Drew, if you're 
when you go off of your dating cleanse and you start dating people again, they, these guys know what you do. You're com- kind of socially commenting on, you know, personal things. Do Are they ever afraid, like the guys that you're with, that you're going to like Taylor Swift them and like make they a comment about them? They should be afraid. Yeah. I would be afraid. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have exes who text me and they'll be like, is that me? Or... <laughs> My boyfriend will even be like, that one hit really close to home. (laughs) But but the truth is, like, this is actually, I mean, I'm going to be completely honest. This is one of my very, this is like my first really, truly serious relationship. And I have years of material. And, And the things that she's saying and she's looking at you and the questions she's asking are actually, like, things that I've asked myself. And still do. I think, like, you know, once you're in a relationship, not everything, you know, comes so smoothly. I think you're still, there's still a lot of, like, questions and wonderings and, like, going, you know, should I go through his phone? Like, I I mean, not necessarily, like, those are things I'm thinking all the time. But I think, you know, there are a lot of girls that are in relationships that still, you know, relate to, like, maybe because it's just being a girl, you know? Yeah, it's hard in that brain sometimes. There's a lot of thoughts and feelings. So many feels. Your your post the posts that we like read and see on Instagram are not like specifically for single chicks either too. So I mean, I think it's like all across the board people can relate. So yeah, that is a good point. It's just like being a woman and like dealing with daily thoughts and regular insecurities or even just like funny times, like having fun, letting loose, going out with your friends, you know, which is also hangovers. Yeah, exactly. And that's why we have our show. It's complicated because it doesn't matter if it's complicated when you're single, married, when you have children, anytime, it's always going to be complicated. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Um, so if you guys find the girl brain is very crazy, I feel psychotic 24 (laughs) seven. Oh, well that's good. Cause that is what I'd like to ask you about right now. Um, if you could draw a butt like maybe for yourself today, what would it say? No pressure. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Ariana, you can start. Well, I think I was actually thinking about this. Do you ever, this is so weird. Do you ever like when you're eating your, like a meal, like you're thinking about your next meal and you're like, I'm already hungry. Like, I mean, I feel like that's like a constant thought in my life. I'm like, I'm hungry. (laughs) Yeah, no, we actually, Jen and I talk about all that all day long. We're like, what's for lunch when it's like nine in the morning? Yeah. We're like, okay, we have three hours till lunch. Let's talk about it for the next three hours. (laughs) I am literally, while I'm I'm eating, I watch the Food Network or food shows, and that's, like, the equivalent of watching porn while having sex. It's so sick. Like, if you do not (laughs) need to watch food while you're eating, like, that's weird. I will take that a step further. I used to watch the Food Network while working out, which is, like, the opposite. (laughs) Oh, my God. They do that at the gym, like, on purpose. (laughs) I yeah I would do that I would time it so I could like watch my favorite like Ina Ina Garden show and like walk for an hour while she was cooking. Well, yeah, it's I like, and then you're like when I'm done with this workout, I'm gonna make food and eat. Yay! You're, you gotta draw inspiration from somewhere. Obviously, <laughs> if you're eating food and watching the Food Network, you're inspired for the next meal. There are three meals in a day. There are sometimes snacks. Yeah, totally. Okay, so, I mean, I eat so, I think ten meals a day, but. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. So Ariana, your, your, but like maybe would be like some chick, like never satisfied, like this girl just eating snacks or thinking about that all day. Yeah. Snacks or like, or today, like I'm thinking like, should I have a drink later or should I have a drink tomorrow or is it okay to drink every night? Yeah. Is it? Do you guys think it's okay to drink every night? You know, I I try not I try not to, but it's really like the older I get, it's really nice to have one after after a day of work. Yeah, yeah. I sometimes we'll have it during work. Let's be honest. <laughs> if it if it's calls for it, the occasion or not, you know, hey, you know, you just you can't plan those things. Sometimes it's just like sporadic wine in your hand. It just gets there. Yeah, you're yeah. wine girls though, right? Like wine during the day. Yeah, that's like chic, right? It's chic (laughs) and it's like juice. It's like, yeah, sophisticated juice. This is the thing, though. I found in my older age, like, wine is hard to drink and then not feel like shit the next day. Like, I feel like I can have more vodka sodas or whatever your pick your poison that, and then if I have like a handful of those, I'm like not going to be as hungover. If I have like three glasses of wine, it's like headache central, but wine is so good. It tastes so good. It does, but you have <laughs> a, vodka, a vodka calendar. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the vodka calendar. calendar. So good. I love it. It's my favorite. And I oh, relate thank to you. it. Yeah. I am all about the vodka calendar. For so ladies. Of, oh, sorry. For those of you them who didn't know, I drew a, a varying sizes depending on the day of the week of how much vodka you can ingest. <laughs> yeah, of course, because size does matter sometimes, correct? Agreed. I, yes, agreed. Am I right? Um, so guys, this comes out in August. Now, are you planning on doing like a second comic book? Is there going to be like a series that we can look forward to? Well, I mean, we we are going to churn them out. I mean, that's what I want to do, Ariana. I think you're into that too. But, but totally. two, but three, yeah. We have to keep her alive. We have to see her like mature. I'm like, yeah. Is she ever going to get pregnant? <laughs> yeah. <gasps> what happens if she gets pregnant? She better be on birth control. <laughs> but like, what? Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Actually, I good think point. now she needs to be on birth control for sure. She might change her mind in like a year and we need to be open to that. But right now she definitely needs to be on birth control. She might even forget she's, to take. She's very safe. Oh, good. She's very like, safe. Wait, you guys, if, if but like maybe was going to be like a quick little movie. Okay. Who would you envision just right now? And I know it's, you know, maybe this is hard to answer, but like what actress would you cast as her? If you could right now, just like, I, I feel like I think of this person when I'm, when I'm drawing her drawing inspiration. Do you have someone in mind ever? A famous person? Oh, Drew, do you have anyone in mind? I don't know. Like I would love Jenna, like Jennifer Lawrence. That would be tight. $20 $20 yeah. million dollar actress? No problem. I don't know. I, I like a... Yeah. Like someone I, relevant and like Pretty Little Liars, like Gossip Girl-esque. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like maybe like Chloe Morris or something. I don't know. Yeah. Well, Jennifer Lawrence sounds like a good one. 
Yeah, I could totally imagine Jennifer Lawrence being this girl who just kind of like is so off the cuff, like says whatever she wants and owns it type of a thing. I love that. The vulnerability there is totally like spot on. Mm -hmm. So maybe like a more PG Amy Schumer, something like younger and a little less. Yeah, that's that's the one thing with, but like maybe I found I try to keep, we. I mean, we both try to keep it like PG 13 ish, like that middle space between PG 13 and R. <laughs> right. That's a good place to be. It is. There should be another rating for that. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> but in between. Yeah. PG maybe. That's yeah. good. I like that. <laughs> awesome. Guys, well, we are almost out of time. So tell everyone where they can find you on social media and also where they can find the comic book. So you can find her on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat at but like maybe B U T L I K E M A Y B E, and then Drew Comic for the comic. We we can send you guys to our publisher's website, blissontap.com, um, and then all the good links and stuff will be there when it's available. Awesome, and it's going to be available digitally right before it comes out in August. Yeah. yeah. End of this month. Yay. We're so excited for it, you guys. Thank you. You guys have to come to Comic-Con. Oh, my gosh. Have you been? Yes, and it is a party on wheels. That is a good time. (laughs) We want to be very excited. We'll be like your human representation. Yeah. Sounds great. I think we just get like a bunch of babes to go to Comic-Con. Crop tops. Done. We're in. Oh, my God. Yes. I'm going to wear my going out top. Yep. Can't wait. Can't wait. I'm just going to have a bottle of vodka in my hand at all times. Vod calendar. Call us. Very on character. Thank you. Um, Awesome, guys. Well, thank you so much for talking with us today. We can't wait to see the comic book. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right. Bye, guys. guys. Bye. 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 Oh, my gosh. I love them. I want, I think we all need to be like friends. Friends, 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 friends. Absolutely, we do. And guys, since you're our friends, don't forget to tune in for another episode of It's Complicated next week right here on LA Talk Radio and iTunes. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Um, And obviously tomorrow we have our Two Drunk Girls video at 3 p.m. So don't miss that either. Don't miss that either because we're going to keep talking and you're going to keep listening because you know you love to listen to our lovely voices. (laughs) And speaking of that, we deliver our lovely voices to you for free every week. And not only do you have this amazing show to listen to, if I don't toot my own horn and yours as well, but... Toot toot. There are a number of other amazing shows as well. And so we are grateful that you keep coming back to ours and listening to ours. And... Like we said, subscribe to um, our podcast on iTunes and our YouTube channel. And what we'd love to hear from you is like some comments, what you think of what we're doing here. Maybe even give us a rating, but really, please tell a friend. Spread the word if you like us. Yeah, we're all friends here. We just made friends via the phone. We make friends all over the place. We can make friends via the radio, too. Mm, sure can. Um, and if you want to be friends with me, I'm Jennifer Golden on 
Twitter, Facebook, Vine, Instagram, and my website. Did I do that right? That was good. And it you was totally close. did it right. It was no, close. it was actually spot on. You nailed it. Yes. And I am Lauren Leonelli. And ready, listen, you can find me at Lauren Leonelli on Twitter, Facebook, Vine, Instagram, and my website. Ooh, yes. I almost messed it up. No. That was weird. <laughs> it's because of Mercury. It's not you. I can't. I just can't. I'm, I got to go and get on Instagram and look at the butt like maybes and maybe like send them an inspirational like I can't deal with technology right now. Oh, you know what? Maybe that'll be their next post. That should be. Or I really still think the butt like maybe girl might forget to take her birth control. I think that's so funny and they need to make a comment on that. Let's just send them a bunch of emails about it. We're just going to be contributors and they didn't ask. That's fine. (laughs) But yeah, we're going to, we like to give our opinions sometimes. Yeah, but but like maybe they'll like it. Who knows? like maybe they're going to be our best friends. Uh Uh-huh. All right, guys. Thanks again for listening. We will see you next week. All right. Love Love you long time. Bye. You're listening to It's Complicated with Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli, only on LA Talk Radio.